0: will ask me, how do you put up with these two? My answer, good snacks and video games. Hey, you guys, what's going on? Welcome to episode 491 now of the Ron and Don Show. And now we're just hanging out with Charlie the Dog, and it's Ron and I. Ooh, We are live from the Les Schwab Studios.
1: What is up, Ron and Don Nation?
0: Hey, coming up on the Ron and Don Show, we're going to tell you about a life-changing event we'd love for you to be a part of. And don't forget, maybe in 2023, it was hard to take action when a lot of us were sitting at home during COVID. We're not sitting at home anymore. And sometimes, sometimes picking up a book, ordering a set of tapes, and we don't have a book or a set of tapes to sell you, but sometimes just doing something, joining a webinar, a seminar, or coming to a life-changing event like this, this can really launch you into a different stratosphere when it comes to your wealth, your health, and your overall well-being as you're thinking about your mental health, your family's mental health, and a lot of times, you know, it drags on your mental health, and it drags down relationships, and it causes divorce. Are the fact that financially, people never got on the same page. We're we'll talk about that a little bit. At this life changing event coming
1: up. Yeah, so. we have thirty spots available, and so they are limited. You can sign up right now. Find more information: RonandDon dot com slash change. RonandDon dot com slash change. It's kind of first come, first serve. So get in there. We would love to meet you, help strategize with you, and really sort of take you behind the curtain on what we believe is a winning strategy for buyers right now in 2023.
0: Yeah. And my sellers out there, go to sitdown.com Let's sit down today. We are preparing to bring homes on in the spring market, the summer market, and next fall. Now's the time to talk, all right? com. There's been a market shift. What is the price of your property your real estate really worth it might surprise you it really might and really what we're seeing throughout the puget sound right now is people re-engaging and believe it or not in some areas some areas we're starting to see multiple offers once again all right hey uh also coming up on this uh I, prince harry said something the other day i've really been supportive of him and vega marco especially when it comes to talking about mental health he said something the other day, though, that, and I guess it's it's coming out in his new book, that was really disappointing to me. Very disappointing. Oh, can't
1: wait to talk about this. I just, I just bought the book.
0: Yeah. And it was also disappointing to Ronald Reagan's daughter, who did a tell-all about her dad. And now she says she regrets it, and she tells us why in an open letter to Prince Harry about this book and the royal family. Before we get to that, though, let's get to this. Just read an article about the seven cities that you must visit before you die. So we know that Ron has traveled around a lot. I know that one of those cities is going to be Barcelona. I don't know if that's going to be the top city. He's not going to allow Barcelona to be the top city now because then I'll get credit for actually listening to him, and he never wants to give me credit for that. So I'm going to say Barcelona is going to be in the top seven But I don't think it's going to be number one. Anyway, seven cities. One of those cities has to be a U.S. city. What do you got? Your seven favorite cities that that people must go to that you've experienced before they die? Or maybe there's one on the list that you haven't hit yet. What do you got? This
1: list that you sent was actually a really great list, and there are three there were three cities I, i'd been to four of them yeah and the three that i hadn't been to were exactly the three that i've been wanting to go to
0: and really yeah so one of them is, is you don't bullshit about that stuff so that's amazing yeah
1: rio and the problem so our, our career in radio one of them was rio one of them was cape town and one of them is Istanbul yeah. on, on that list and I, 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 it's not that I couldn't have gone there, but going to Rio or to Cape town, you can't do those trips in a week. No. So like when we Cape were town. on the, when we yeah. were on terrestrial radio, we have so much pressure from management on us to not take extended vacations. Yeah. And so it was usually you had a week, maybe if you could build in a weekend on either side, or maybe it clustered around Thanksgiving or Christmas, you could stretch it into like uh, 14 days sometimes. Uh, But there was this pressure. And so I always knew it's like you can't fly to South Africa for 10 days because it's basically it takes
0: 10 days to get there. Yeah,
1: it's like two days plus to get there. You're going to be completely trashed for a day or two. You're not going to start feeling yourself till day six. And then, you know, you want to spend some time there and come back. So I I never went to either of those spots in Rio is a little closer. It's still a good 20 to 24 hours to get to Rio is very far away, even though it feels like, oh, we're, you know, it's just South America. It's way down there. It's a very long flight. There's not a direct flight from Seattle. So anyways, those cities, and then Istanbul, another city I wanted to see. So you're asking me what I would recommend people do. I I think that it really, one is you have to know yourself, and I'll say this as a, for instance, Uh, it's been 16 months ago now, my brother uh, had a landmark birthday, and his him and his wife. She had never been to Europe. He ever. turned
0: forty again for it, the it, third time. He turned forty it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. This yeah. kid. Great.
1: Uh, and so his wife had never been to Europe, and uh, she had just always been a country girl. Had animals. Like never felt like uh, she had the time or the resources
0: to do it. She ever so, been to Spain?
1: Never been to Spain. Okay. So we uh, we I decided to take them on this Italy trip. And so she knows herself. She's like, I'm not a big city person. She's like, I'll go to some, but I really want to see what rural communities are like in Italy. And so I had never done that before. I had never, I, 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 when I travel, I go to the, the marquee cities, uh, the, the ones that we've all heard of. And I had never done some more smaller rural cities. And because of her, I did that. And so for her, she had the most fun when we were out in like Umbria or Tuscany in a very small towns but like walking through a vineyard or you know being out in these remote places which I I had never done before. So I think number 1 is know your vibe. If you're not a big city person, you read these lists and you're like New York, Tokyo, like I don't I'm I I feel if you if it gives you anxiety to be around twenty million people or to walk in in Manhattan, then I wouldn't listen to that and I would pick other places. So, but as a general rule, um, your cities in pick any of the big. Well, not any of the big ones. I think L.A. is not a great city to travel in, Uh, but like Chicago, it's so spread out. It's so spread out. You got to
0: pick apart and go. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to go to Santa Monica, and I'm going to hang out down by the pier. Go to
1: Malibu. Malibu's great if you can afford it. But like, don't just say L.A. So I'd say Chicago, though, uh, New York, Miami, like big cities, Washington D.C. Like those are all great cities to travel to. Internationally, I agree with the list that Tokyo is definitely. On that list, I think that experiencing an Asian culture in that city is life-changing, and it will unlock a lot of things in your brain, uh, at least it did in mine. I agree with I think Barcelona is my favorite city that I want to live in in someday. Uh, Lisbon, Portugal. These are not on that list, but uh, Lisbon. It Paris was their number one, and I think Paris should be on anyone's list except
0: for the eiffel tower like i said the other day it's a piece of junk someone needs to it's not a piece of junk they, they need someone to pick it up and re-spray paint it because when you get close to it you're like yeah i just want to see the i just want to see this thing at night yeah i know and that then you're you shining you have a smoke and you go to sleep so. i
1: know that you're just doing that for a fact because i remember you at eiffel tower and you're like
0: oh my god Oh so my god. This is a not. this is a piece of junk and and the gold spray paint has fallen off since the the 1624 World's Fair or wherever that hunk of junk was built. So, so. let me
1: ask you cuz I think you're have a different you obviously have a different personality than me. So, Did you enjoy london and paris more you than you enjoyed normandy and we went to oh, a mont saint yeah. were basically out in the middle of nowhere
0: paris i didn't enjoy because i think when you go to paris you should be in love and i love you but i'm not in love with you
1: right thank you i, I,
0: I, I and and i love your brother but i'm not in love with him i think three dudes doing paris is fucking dumb
1: wow like, oh, wow
0: what i just say
1: you just drop we the leave F-bomb? that on the thing Oh, uh, maybe no. We should probably edit that out. We <laughs> <laughs> uh, take a note.
0: <laughs> oh man, it's Why pre- we pretty to- comfortable. Do, we, ha- do today. we have to edit it out? Just we for- can
1: just put explicit on that in one episode. I don't. I don't yeah. know. Let me see if we can edit it. I
0: want to leave that in because I feel okay. s- I feel strongly about. it. Yeah. So uh, it's 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 dumb for three men to do pairs. What I loved about London is I did love, and this is really weird. I love getting up in the morning and just running around castles and moats. And I was doing this outside exercise thing that was super cool. And then and then it is it is a thrill, even when you just drive by Buckingham Palace, right? And it sure. just and I didn't realize how many castles were there, the history of those castles. Uh I was I was thrilled by that. And but of you, course, you
1: seem when we were driving through Normandy which is a very small town, and we drove to Mont Saint-Michel, which is a you know, a t- little village on top of this mountain. It seemed like you almost enjoyed that more.
0: I did, because we were outdoors, we were outside, we were... There's not his- a million people. Well, history was coming to life for me, and, and, it, and that's all tied back to really uh, just the men and women that died there, the sacrifices they made in this 72-day battle. And you realize the battle wasn't just on the shores of those five beaches, but then the inland battles. And, you know, what is it like to be a kid? You're 17 years old. You've never been out of Nebraska. Now you've had somewhere between two to six jumps that are practice jumps. You're handed 100 pounds of equipment along with a rifle. And no one has really ever jumped into modern-day warfare. And now you're you're supposed to jump into a war. And again, you've never been out of the country. Don't speak the language. And now you're really out of the country. And and, and most of them, if they didn't get sawed down, landed in a tree, they all got separated. Many of them lost their guns and their equipment. And, and, and somehow, over those 72 days, and even though the fields were flooded so that they might drown, they, they were able to wrestle those machine guns out of those Widerstand nests, and they were, they were able to wrestle away the big 88s that were knocking down American uh, and British aircraft. So when you can stand there and you, you can see where those big 88s are, or you can see you can stand in the Widerstand nests, or you can run through the hedgerows that the Vikings built, uh, and I never know the reason why they have these hedgerows, which Panzer tanks fit perfectly in, and Sherman and American tanks did not. Uh, we just had more of them at this point in the war than they did, so it's it's really interesting that the Vikings. It was a form of farming, and they were getting sick and tired of all their seed blown away because it's so windy there. You're so exposed, so they started planting these, their crops in these up and down hills or what they call the so, hedgerows. So and that, that and that then finally was... to go to go through Normandy, and and see where the tanks had battled. And, and to see these villages that had been built by the Vikings for those villages still stand. And then also the churches, all the churches that are open, you can see where soldiers bled out. You can see where German American and British soldiers were and Canadians, part of the Commonwealth where they suffered together. And those churches are kept in a very pristine fashion, even though in a lot of them they don't worship anymore, but the, but the local villagers, they, uh, I'll just say this, it's good for business. But when you see them, meet them. For them, it's not just about business. It is it is about how thankful those those, those villages so are. So you just illustrated
1: my point. If you're as into World War II history as Don is, then you'll probably like a, a place like Normandy more than you would a place like Paris. But that, that list that was on this article, I forget the publication it was in, you, I don't think you're going to go wrong by hitting the marquee cities. P- places are famous for a reason. And I always tell people, sometimes there's this... A version of, like I don't want to go to all the touristy spots they're famous for a reason like the the Colosseum in Rome is famous for a reason go there go to the Treve Fountain like go to the Eiffel Tower uh go to Big Ben when you're in London like they're they're famous for a reason and it's worth your time to go to those things so yeah that that I, I think that list is great
0: yeah have you, have you been to Spain of course did you like the music
1: um
0: yeah. I hear the ladies are insane. And, and they, they were- really know how to use it. Wow. Little Three Dog Night. Man. You didn't catch it earlier. I thought I you I know. Wanted. You're coming back around. <laughs> we'll see you on the other side of this. Hey, you guys. We just want to take a moment to thank everyone that got their Ron and Don sit-down mug and their Ron and Don coffee pot. In 2022, and here we come in 2023. What I mean by that, whenever we sit down with somebody, we give them a camp mug that says Ron and Donna. I sat down with Ron and Don. And then after we've done a transaction where maybe we bought a piece of real estate together or we have sold a piece of real estate or invested in a piece of real estate, then around this time of year, we send them the coffee pot that says Ron and Don on a too. That way we can't be forgotten. That's correct. If you want to sit down with us and talk about your real estate journey, it's pretty simple. It takes 30 to 45 minutes. It's absolutely free to do it. And let's find out together if we would be a good team in 2023 to work toward whatever it is on your real estate.
1: Yeah, there's two ways you can do this. They're both very easy. One is you can just email me directly, ron at ronanddon.com. Just say, hey, Ron, uh, I heard you guys talking about the sit-down. What do I need to do? Second thing is you can go to sitdowncom poke around the website a little bit, read up a little bit on uh, what people are saying about us, what our reviews are, what uh, more information there is, and you can schedule a sit-down right there. Just hit the schedule a sit-down button.
0: All right, we'll see you guys at the sit-down, and believe me, when you see us in person, yeah, we're as scary as we sound. <laughs> now back to the show. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Ron and Don Show. We're going to talk about the Reagans here, the Ronald Reagan years, which gets very... When people think about making America great, a lot of times they think about the Ronald Reagan legacy. And I know a former uh, president really attached himself to that. What's very interesting, when Ron and I worked at Kyle Radio from noon to one uh, for about a year, they hired Ronald Reagan's son, Ronald Reagan Jr., to come do radio. And his ratings were not great. He lives over, in fact, here in Magnolia, where I see him from time to time in the store still. I have to say, as a person, he's one of the loveliest people you ever meet. And, and one, of, one of the things that's great about it, and I talked about the same thing with my relationship with Dory Monson. We never talk politics. I, was, I Dave Ross reached out to me the other day from Cairo. Uh, and Dave said the same thing in his relationship with Ron Reagan and also his relationship with Dory. You don't really talk politics. You're just, you're, 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 you're friends. You talk about your kids, you talk about your lives, your passions, the things that you've done, the places you've traveled, just like Ron and I were just talking about. And, and, and so I've loved those conversations with, with Ron Reagan in the store. I did not like him on air. Uh, I didn't like his politics. I didn't. I don't like how hard he comes at Christians. He comes very hard sometimes, and 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 it's almost like his religion is anti-Christian. It feels very hard and harsh to me. So, but but I understand. I understand where that comes from. The 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 other thing that I didn't like, and Ron used to get on him all the time. It's like tell us stories about your dad. Tell us stories about your mom. Tell us what it was like to grow up and to you know and to walk in the Oval Office at the age that you're at. What was it like to have your first? Because he would tell us these stories about his Secret Service detail. And I won't tell you whether he still has a Secret Service detail or not because I don't think that that's fair to his safety. But it, it, it's it's one thing that used to drive you nuts about him is he, he wouldn't tell those stories. And then I want to talk about his sister real quick, Patty Davis, because she has written an op-ed to Prince Harry, who has a new book coming out called Spare. And I'm going to read part of our op-ed here in a moment. Uh, but that used to bother you about Ron, didn't no, it? No, it,
1: it bothered me because he he said people don't want to hear those stories. That's what bothered me. And I was like, no, actually, they that's exactly what they want to hear is those stories. So I wasn't pressuring him. To tell, he he asked me or made that comment, and I pushed back on that in the same way that I always remember when Chris Novoselic from Nirvana was in our studio with Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses, and he said, "Ah, people don't want to hear old Nirvana stories," and all three of us were like, "No, y- yes, we do. We all want to hear the old Nirvana stories." So that that was that was all I said to 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 Ron.
0: Yeah, let me do this. Harry has a new book out called Spare. You bought the book? I did. Watch j- it.
1: Uh, well, because I just finished the the six part miniseries on Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I've seen a couple of interviews with him, and I didn't know why he called do you know why he calls it spare? No. So there's a saying in England uh, and that there's the heir, and then there's the spare. And so the oldest brother is the heir to the throne. And the younger brother, and this goes back centuries, I guess. The younger brother is the spare. So just, I'm the
0: spare in my family. Though. Just
1: in case. And you're the spare in your family. Just in case William, something happened to him, you got a spare king. So he, that's why he calls it spare. So in the United States, we don't know this phrase, but in the UK, uh, they all know what it, what he means by spare. Yeah. So William's the heir. And he's despair.
0: And I, think, and I think now, I don't know if it would go to Harry now that William's had kids, right? I think it would go to, I think it goes to one of William's kids. I think Harry's like, well, now he's really out of the running, I think. So you, so, so you bought the book. Patty Davis, daughter of Ronald Reagan. Back in the 90s, she writes a book. And in this book, she tells all the family secrets. And this is what she writes in glamor magazine. She said years ago, someone asked me what I would say to my younger self. Cause now she is 70. She said, without hesitation, I answered that's easy. I'd have said to myself, be quiet. Davis is the daughter of the former president and his second wife, Nancy Reagan, and then, then she goes on to say my justification in writing the book and telling all the family secrets that I wish I hadn't written and I wish I hadn't shared uh, was very similar to what I understand to Harry's reasoning. Uh, She said, I wanted to tell the truth. I wanted to set the record straight. Naively, I thought if I put my own feelings and my own truth out there for the world to read that my family might also come to understand me better. Of course, people generally don't respond well To being embarrassed and exposed in public she says harry may look back as i did and wish that he could unspeak what he has said as for whether the broken royal family can ever repair itself she writes reconciliation will likely happen over time harry also has expressed a wish that his relationship with william and his father heals she said maybe that will happen but they'll have to walk a long distance across a battlefield and that battlefield has now been expanded. She goes on to say, "And I don't want to wreck it." And I'm gonna. Have you read her op-ed?
1: I have not. There's and something I, I, I that, that there's
0: something that that she talks about at the end about what truth is, and about sharing that truth, and the fact that you can still share your truth, but it doesn't mean that the whole world gets to know deserves to know the whole entire truth about you and your family. And a lot of what she shared, and this is the different part, right? A lot of what she shared was at a time when she knew that her father was experiencing dementia. And she said before he died that she had apologized. And she thinks that maybe he understood. But that older version of her looking back, uh, said that her work was more internal, and she's done that work now. And it doesn't it it doesn't mean that what she shared wasn't true. She just wishes she wouldn't have shared that with everyone.
1: These two situations could I vehemently disagree with what she said with the limited knowledge read or I have. I with what you read, I, I disagree with it. And these things are not the same situation. If you really go through the documentary with Harry and Megan, and then I've just started the book, so I don't know all the things that are in the book, but I've watched a couple interviews on it. Their position is not, we want to just air dirty laundry. Their position is that the institution of the royal family is so incestuous with the institution of the tabloids in uh, that they they there was an orchestrated sabotage that happened that they can just back up with I mean they have the receipts. And so that's the thing that he's battling against. And, and and it goes as far as to say so the thing that I didn't understand about the royals uh is that each they're called the principals. Each of the principals has a communication office within the palace. So the queen, she has a comm department, uh Charles has a comm department. And William and Harry both had communication. Does the queen still have a comm department? She did. She did. And now the the king does. And so, for instance, uh, he, he, he tells a story of when he was in California or there in Canada at the time, and he was trying to come up with a plan to, like, I still want to serve the Commonwealth. I don't want to disrespect the queen. I want to do X, Y, and Z. And he was in a direct email with just him and his father.
0: And he was worried about his security. And, as, but this is
1: before that. Before and so he's like, I, "I have this plan. Can we come to terms on this plan? Because I know how the institution works. I want to work out of respect for you and the family, and and grandma, and everybody." And so. He sent back and so his dad says, Put it in writing. He has a phone call. Is this called
0: the institution or the firm? Because I've heard it referred to as the firm. Both. Okay. And
1: so he has a phone call and his dad says, Well, put that in writing. He's like, I don't want to put it in writing because last time we put something in writing, it got leaked to the Daily Mail. And his dad comes back and says, I I need it in writing to get, you know, present it to, to all the principals. So Harry puts it in writing. They go back and forth via email about four or five times. Well, he Charles says, is not
0: king yet. His, his mother Charles is not
1: king. His mother king. is still alive. Okay. And so uh, in the, within five days of this email exchange, it was leaked to what's called the Royal Row. That is these set of newspapers. And this is why I think it's so different than what Ronald Reagan's child had to say. the The White House is not in collusion with a specific set of five newspapers. They might, in terms of one principle attacking another principle and in this same way. And so information that was between,
0: if we could, if we did a deep dive on that, you know that, that, that the white house, so there, there are channels. Can, we it's could, just different. I don't, I, so it's not the point that you're making so we'll put that on like, the like
1: like ronald reagan's child does not have their own communication office inside the white house that is True. disseminating information True. to one specific paper and then their other child yep. also has an office but don't and, think that the white house is yeah, not they're in leaking bad with publications sure. and, news
0: story and news channels the, and, and, and that, and that the, this and is that they a
1: formalized that. relationship that's institutionalized and so P- prince charles if you really get cynical about this Prince Charles, unless someone else has access to his private email, Prince Charles himself gave the details of an an email, private email, to his communications director, who then strategized with the other principals, what's the best way to spin this for us and to destroy what they're trying to do, and then leak that story to a chosen journalist, in air quotes, uh, to then craft a storyline to where their agenda is met and so if you really go down that thread that is very very different and so what Harry and Megan are trying to do is to say look we are against that um, there is not this unlimited access that you get just because I happen to be in this specific family we reject that uh, and there's this notion in the UK, it's like, if you pay, you pose, that's their, that's their motto from the public. If we're paying for the Royal family, so we pay you pose and we have access to everything. And so he's like, no, I reject that. Uh, I'm not the King. Uh, I'm just happened to be born in this family. And so I've done everything. I, I served 10 years in the military going around the world in the Commonwealth to try to do a better thing. And at that moment, if you remember, and I don't know how long I want to go on this, the commonwealth was getting a lot of pushback in in some of the, the the countries like barbados for instance said we don't want this white queen to be our head of state well they New still York.
0: are they're still they're getting they're probably getting more pushback now than, than jamaica than ever have, yeah.
1: we don't want this white queen how about some reparations for for all the slavery that happened we don't want you as our queen and so what harry and megan are saying is i fell in love with a mixed-race american what a better way to transform the monarchy And to reach out to the Commonwealth, that to have a person of color involved with going out and doing visits in the Commonwealth. And Harry's like, I love Africa. That's where I felt most at home anywhere, like way more at home there than I did in London. How's about we come up with a plan where I can take the person of color that is now my wife and we can travel around and do something good for the queen, do something good for the monarchy.
0: But not be carried around like my brother was. And they last, were absolutely
1: <laughs> destroyed by the institution in a systematic way. Yeah. And you can even go back and look at, you know, A and B pictures. There, there's dozens of examples of these, where you know, uh, William's wife was it Catherine? What's her, what's William's wife's name? Kate. Uh, Kate. Yeah. Kate's pregnant and and touches her baby bump. And there's these glowing articles about her. Megan is pregnant and touches her baby bump, and they're like, "Look how selfish she is. She's trying to be the center of attention. How dare she upstage the queen?" So, like, literally, you can go down. There's dozens of examples of the way these stories are presented in the British tabloids, uh, and those are fed from inside the house. So, I, I don't. I think it's very, very different because he is all. I think they are trying to point out that the system itself is flawed in a way that is does no good for anybody
0: so and and, and sometimes you change the, the system by back channeling and your your thought is maybe they tried back they tried back channeling it's yeah, according it to sounds them. like it sounds like is there anything though you think he'll he'll regret because i I, sure. th- I think there's i think there's 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 one thing has nothing to do with his dad and his fake medals where, where i have great respect for those boys you think Wait, about- do you
1: think he his medals are fake
0: no, 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 I said his dad's medals are oh his dad's medals are fake gotcha. those are, those are fake medals those are to me a, I was curious about it, so I studied his medals and where they came from and then I studied Harry's and I studied william williams and and those guys are real war heroes they both of them uh and 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 Williams still flies a helicopter uh and is in the guard, right? So uh, they went, they really served their country. The thing I didn't like is, is when Harry talked about killing 25 of the Taliban, uh, and the Taliban since then have responded. Uh, but I do think uh, in war, sometimes we have to be careful what we say uh, publicly, because I think what that could do is it could, and, and he's very sensitive about his safety, I do. I do think he has put soldiers uh, in a place in space where they may end up paying for those comments. Did,
1: did you hear? Have you heard him say why he said that?
0: I did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so he's like, the, the shame that you carry when people don't talk about these war activities lead to suicides. And so he's like, I wanted to be an example to say, I, re, I, I don't love the fact that I pulled the trigger and did those. I was in war i don't want to carry that with shame and if i can be an example of people to talk about it so that you don't go to a dark place and commit suicide i think it's a noble a noble path that he took it was taken out of context uh in that initial leak that someone the spanish public publishers released the book early in spanish and didn't follow the rollout date british tabloids got a hold of it translated it back into english and excerpt parts to make him look bad
0: yeah we'll see you on the other side of this three two one buy down what the hell does that mean uh mitch is here from mitch.loans what is a three two one buy down because when the market was going crazy these past couple years and there weren't enough homes for all the buyers and money was cheap i didn't hear a three two one buy down what is that
1: yeah. And investors are definitely bringing it back. And you hear me say all the time, your rate is not your rate. There's room to negotiate. And now with sellers being in a little bit of a panic, they can actually give you money to buy down your rate. They can do it up front or they can do a buy down. And a 3 one buy down means that you get a rate of 3% less than the market rate for a year, wow. 2% less for another year, 1% less for another year. And it's the year four that you finally actually start paying the current rate. And if you refi out, you
0: actually get all of that prepaid interest refunded back to you. So there's no risk. If rates drop in the next year, you get all that money back. You didn't waste that money. Yeah. So you hear everyone say all the time, date the rate, marry the property. That's how you do it with a three, two, one. Buy down from Mitch.loans. Reach out to him today. All right, you guys. Hey, before we get out of here, uh, we got a life changing event coming up. And if you're interested in buying a house for the first time, or maybe you have a son or daughter that you know, that'd be interested in finding out more Hopefully about.
1: you know your son or daughter.
0: Yeah. you. you maybe there's, there's there's someone in your family or you have a friend that you'd like to bring them even. That's great. Uh, maybe you're thinking about buying your second piece of real estate. It's like, yeah, I know how to buy a primary, but how do I buy a second piece of real estate? How do I buy- uh a second investment home and once i do what do i do with that once i become a, a landlord those types of things we're, we're going to talk about snowballing your wealth we're going to talk about your health and wealth and we're going to talk about it's one thing to make a lot of money right i think we can all look back or we all will look back and we'll say wow five years had a pretty good run but most companies now they used to give you a pension off the your your best five years and they don't do that anymore 401Ks have really suffered over the last couple of years uh, because of what's happening on Wall Street. But here on Main Street, real estate since right before COVID is still up, still up 26%, right? And I'm sitting in a house right now that I bought during the last downturn. And this house, if I would have never added value to it, just this house, the old house sitting on a piece of land from what I bought it and what it's worth, it's worth 1.5 million more dollars just by being a house in Seattle, Washington. So that's called a snowball of wealth. But how do you get there? Uh, it wasn't easy for me purchasing this for the, this this particular home. And also, I had some challenges, you guys, with my credit score. How can you build your credit score? And it's not that I had bad credit; I just didn't have the right kind of credit to go out and purchase a home. Did you know there's different types of credit? that your lender is going to look at. And Ron's going to talk more about that at this life-changing event.
1: Yeah. For a minute, I was like, ah, do I want to, the, the word life-changing event, I was like, is that, am I overselling? Like, is that, is that too much? And the more I thought about it, I was like, no, because it, it really buying your first home is a life-changing event in more ways than financially. I, I think that it opens up your mind to the possibilities of going, okay, like, what what kind of life do I want to have? What kind of security do I want to have? What kind of options do I want to have? And, and the more I thought about it, I bought a condo uh, by Lake Union that I still own it. That's where I live right now. When I look back on it, when I bought my second place, which was when we moved and we were living in Michigan at the time, I took out a uh, I refinanced my condo to help me with the down payment on the the second piece of property that I owned, so if I hadn't had that first piece, I most likely couldn't have bought the second piece. And so, and and I was I really didn't have any sophisticated knowledge at that point. I was just scraping along and figuring this out trial and error. And so, like th- that sort of it just gives me more options. So, like my financial well being and my whatever it is that I've uh, been able to scrape together in my lifetime the biggest positive force multiplier for me has been real estate bar none. Like there's not an, and I'm in the, you know, I'm in the stock market every day mm-hmm. of tooling around. I'm hoping that I can learn some skills to where that will be a, an equal multiplier. But right now, bar none real estate. And, and I've even had a house. I, I've, I've lost a house to a natural disaster and even factoring two houses in like that it's still the biggest force multiplier in my life having two that went as wrong as you can go um being absolutely destroyed that that still has been the biggest life changer for me and so that's why we wanted to do this event because what we've learned don and i is that when we can connect with someone that has the desire to change their life for the better and we can unlock that for them. Like that's what makes doing the Ron and Don real estate business worth it to us.
0: Yeah. This will be a couple hours. We'll be there and and Ron's going to teach part of it. I'm going to teach part of it. We'll get to know each other. There's no tapes to sell. We have nothing to sell you. Uh, We'll eat together. We'll fellowship. We'll get to know each other. And then I think uh, just by taking this action, Just by taking this action, it doesn't mean you're going to go out and buy a house the next day. But what it will do is it will give you a checklist of the types of things that you need to do to start building your, not just making money, but building real wealth. And then really down the road, understanding passive income, what passive income is and how you can add that to your portfolio. And for a lot of you, maybe you don't even have a portfolio and you don't even know where to start. So that's what we're going to do. A couple hours together. We're going to be uh, very gentle with you and have a little question and answer time. I think it's going to be really good, you guys. So how do people get there if they want to get signed up?
1: Yeah, com slash change. That's com slash change. There's more info and a way to sign
0: up right there. All right, com slash change. Hey, you guys, thanks for listening to this episode of The Ron and Don Show. Don't forget, coming up on Friday, we have a fourth episode, episode 493. We're going to talk just about real estate, real estate commissions. How come sometimes you feel like they are so high because they are? Uh, sometimes, in my opinion, the commissions aren't high enough, right? How come uh, a lot of real estate agents don't want to negotiate when it comes to real estate fees and financing and commissions? They don't want to talk about that. They just say, hey, this is the pricing and that's it. Uh, and you almost feel a little embarrassed to talk about it. You should not. Right. And there's just been some landmark legislation that has happened about real estate commissions that Ron is going to tell you about episode 493. So I want to make sure if you're interested, uh, that's all that episode will be about is real estate commissions. And that's coming up this Friday. We will uh, drop it like it's hot, but we will not shake it like a Polaroid picture, as I learned in a previous episode. I uh, shouldn't do that. All right. Hey, he's Ron. I'm Don. If you need us, let's sit down. It's called a Ron and Don sit down, ronandonsitdown.com. If you're a seller, you're thinking about selling, we must sit down together. And the way to do that, we'll jump on a Zoom 30 to 45 minutes. We're Zooming a lot with people right now. Let's talk about your property, what it's really worth, and what would or could be a strategy to bring that to market. We're talking to people right now that are going to come. We're going to come on this spring this summer, or even this fall. All right, Sitdown.com. Everything is at ronanddonsitdown.com. All right, head up, shoulders back. We'll see you next time. It's the Ron and Don Show. only on the Ron and Don Radio Network.
1: Now keep your head up and your shoulders back, and keep blowing that trumpet, and we'll see you next time. Only. 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 Only on the Ron and Don Radio Network.